Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves and won. My name is Rich LeBrun, and I am the founder and CEO of LeBrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let me introduce you to Jeff Main. He is our special guest today. Jeff is the founder of Pay Proudly, and his mission is twofold, to provide business owners with payment clarity and to support communities through charity. Throughout his career, he saw that there was a gap in the marketplace for relational relational support in payment processing. Payment processing is the lifeblood of a business, and Jeff and his team are passionate about educating business owners on how important having the right payment processor is for your business. As an industry industry disruptor, Jeff is on a mission to bring pay it forward into the payment sector as well. Jeff leverages his 25 years industry expertise and reputation in the payment space to provide financial support to charities and nonprofits each quarter. Jeff lives with his family in South Carolina. And with that, welcome to the show, Jeff. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Looking forward to being on your show. Yeah, same here. I'd like to learn a little bit more what you do. So let's just start out by how did you start your company? Uh, why did you start your company? Was it voluntary? Was it a dream or a passion? Uh, let's talk a little bit about how this all came about. Yeah, I, um, you know, back growing up, I, I grew up in the Midwest and uh, was always an entrepreneur at heart. Knew that's what I, that's the path I wanted to follow. And I started in fifth grade mowing the neighbor's lawn, you know, and, and going across the street and cutting the grass and getting paid for it. And all through high school and college, I owned a lawn company with my best friend and we had 50 lawns that we took care of and mowed and we'd move furniture, wash cars. We'd do whatever we had to do to make a buck. And um, I just knew that was my passion. Um, went to college, got a finance degree and 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 decided while I was in college, um, looking at what I wanted to do and and really the the driving force behind getting into the payment space, my dad um, I, I had dabbled in it in college as a part-time job and out selling for a bigger company. And my dad came to me when I was graduating and I had this big job offer with a big fortune 500, uh, consulting firm traveling. And, and he just said, Jeff, you've had this entrepreneur spirit your whole life. He said, uh, you're young, you don't have any bills. Come live at my house. I'll help support you. You go start your own business. Uh, this is what you wanted to always do. And, you're going to start in corporate America and it's going to be really hard to step out and take that risk uh, once you get married and have a family. And he said, right now is the time. Go do it. Uh, that was the summer of 1999. And so since then, I've been in the, you know, I, I took his advice and started my first payments company. And and um, in the last, what, 23 plus years, we've been building payment different payment companies in the electronic payment space from credit card processing to ACH processing, uh, but really circulated in this payments industry. And, um, and so, uh, you, you know, you land in these, these spaces and, and, and then you run with it. And, um, and it's been a good space for us to be in. We've had a lot of fun in it. Um, we've been successful. We've had failures. We've had, you know, we've had the ups and downs of anybody in business. And, uh, but, you know, pay proudly where where pay proudly was really it came from all these past years of experiences and growth. And uh, my wife and I really we wanted to start a company with the DNA of a give back in the company. 
And so proudly was formed around that give back. And we just knew there was a couple things really missing in the payment space. And a lot of, you know, and and, and you talked about it in my bio of the clarity piece, but there, there's just not a lot of clarity in this space. And business owners don't understand it. They don't understand how they're supposed to process what they're doing why they pay what they pay. And we wanted to bring that clarity. We want to know them. We want them to know us. And we then we wanted that the charity piece was just something personal to us that we wanted to build a business around a charitable give back. And so every every transaction that's processed on our platform, there's donations being given back to the local community and to some national organizations as well. Uh, but we pick organizations that are important to our business owners and we support them through transactions that are processed on our platform. So, well, let me work backwards a little bit on this give back. When you, every transaction, you said you give to the charity of your clients? Or, so, or what this- we do, yeah. So, when, when we first started this, we were like, hey, let's let our business owners pick the charities that we give to. But we found that to be a real big accounting issue. <laughs> um, you know, so. But you, you live and you learn, you know, so we say, so now what we say is what's important to you, Mr. Business Owner, is it, is it cancer? Is it kids? Is it animals? Is it the local food pantry? What What's important to you? And so we categorize our merchants based on what their desires are and what's important to them. And so then as we come out every, you know, and, and every month we have a charitable meeting and we and we make our giving, right? And so we have a charitable bank account. So when income comes in, we we put the percentage of our charity giving into our charity bank account. So once it's there, then it's set up for the giving. And then as we give to the to the to the different segments of those organizations that are important to those certain business owners, we then make social posts and thank our businesses for those donations. So we basically say, hey, because of you, 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 and you, we're able to give to the local food pantry this weekend. And, and, and we're thanking the businesses that that was what they asked us to do. Very, so very we, nice, pick right? up, we pick who we give to, but we give the credit back to our business owners today. Very nice. Uh, put that as part, part of the fabric of your company. I want to go Now I go back to the beginning. I want to applaud yeah. your dad. I want to applaud your dad. I'm a dad. And we yeah. just helped. We just helped our son get into his own business. And I, I always believe that I am so much a believer in entrepreneurship that you should try it, learn it. Now, if you don't want to do that after you do it, you can always go to corporate America. But you'll never. That's you right. always have this fallback, and you'll never be captive to the corporate America mindset. So applause to your dad. But you did the hard work. So you took the advice and you went forward. You said yeah. you had some failures, and I want to talk about the failures in the context of. Uh, what happened? How did you navigate through them? And yeah. uh, what, would you, what would you tell yourself today, knowing what you know today, how to better avoid those failures or how to better prepare for them? Yeah, you know, looking back, you know, I think our, our biggest failures came when we took our eye off of our main target. Um, and, and we call it the red ball syndrome around here, right? So as an entrepreneur, and that red ball comes across in front of you, you want to go get it because it's something bright and shiny and new. And, and you just have that spirit of, Hey, this is, this is really, this is a great opportunity. I'm going to go that way because that's, what's fun for entrepreneurs, right? It's, it's the challenge. It's the figuring it out and, and it's fun and it's new and it's glitzy. But, you know, sometimes as we do that, we take our eye off of where we're actually making money and where we're being successful and, um, and, and the business that we really know, and so the, those failures, I think, have come when we've just lost sight of what 
we we should be doing um and and losing that focus that we should have and so um you know i i think you know diversify diversifying is is super important but it's also knowing what what you know and sticking in that industry and sticking with that space and and really building upon that so um, so so knowing what you knowing what you know today how would you coach yourself to keep an eye out for that red ball yeah. i mean the red ball sometimes could be a great opportunity you don't want to miss it yeah. sometimes it could take you off the course so how would you guide yourself yeah uh you know and i have a business coach today um and uh and i meet with him and and that's something i didn't ever have i've had it i've had this in the last four years of of my business and he helps me a lot with that because it is easy for us to to get to see opportunities and say hey this is this is pretty cool and and so I actually, I, I do specify time in my weekly schedule to look at opportunities and what we can do, because it is important from my position to always be looking at different opportunities, but to really scale those opportunities out and say, is this valuable for my time and, and for the effort? And is it going to take away from where we're being successful over here? And, and, you know, and obviously we're trying to build our organizations today to where, I can spend more time on that. But as a young entrepreneur, your time has to be spent doing everything uh, because you're building that business. And, you know, as a, at, once you start building these organizations and people and processes and things, as, as I get pulled out of some of that day-to-day activity, I have more time now to focus on different opportunities than I probably did 10 or 15 years ago when, when I was in the middle of, running customer service and running sales. And if the trash needed taken out, taking the trash out, right. Of doing every little job in the company, because I was the, I was the employee. How long did it take you to hit break even and start making money? Um, you know, our first business that we had, you know, the first year was tough, right? You're, you're, you're building, you're making, you're trying to position. We had a, we had a pretty good opportunity to come to us in year two um, that, we grew really, really fast. Uh, that doesn't happen all the time. Uh, Pay Proudly was a, a little different than that first company um, where it took us, you know, we're in our third year now. And when I started this company, I, I wanted to start it like I started in 99. I didn't want to invest a lot of money in it. I wanted to grow it organically. Um, and so I was the first employee. I was the sales guy. I was the customer service person. And we've grown this business organically. And it was a lot of fun for me. I was really just doing it as a kind of a, you know, backup, like, let's just do it all again. Let's get our feet back into the business. And, uh, and so we've grown it organically and then started hiring within. And, you know, it's, it's just about that dedication and that support. But, but I think, you know, any business to start organically and to start making money, um, it takes time. Um, You know, the, the, real benefit I had in starting pay probably was I didn't require a paycheck. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it it takes more time when you're, when you have to pull the money out to make your rent payment or your mortgage payment or your, you know, it's that, that's even harder. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's definitely not for the faint of heart starting Mm -hmm. a new business. um, Yeah. That first, that first year or two is, is, is hard. And, you need to prepare yourself. Maybe you won't get a paycheck, and and you get chance, yeah. and you get the chance to do all departments uh, yourself. Yeah, and um, I think that's a lot of the that, that employees don't see. They don't see those first few years. They they come in once they come in. The business is making money, 
And they don't see those struggles that entrepreneurs had to make those first few years in business of figuring out, okay, I've got five bills in front of me right now and I can only really afford three of them and I've got to figure out how to make this work. And yeah, um, yeah absolutely. And those, those are real decisions that entrepreneurs make when they start businesses. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And I think that's what sets you as an entrepreneur apart from others. Um, okay, you did some things right. You made, you know, some, I'm sure a handful of good decisions. Can you think of one or two key decisions you made <laughs> that were the right decisions to help you get to where you are today? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, talk, speaking just of the, of the business that we have today, I think our biggest few wonderful decisions that we made coming out of the gate was having a clear vision, a clear mission, um, and a set of values that we wrote out for our business. It's not something that I did in our businesses years ago when I started, but through just maturity of owning businesses, we take back, even, even when we have new opportunities, do they fit our mission? Do they fit our written vision? And do they fit our values? And, um, and that's something we take very, very serious. And I think it's been a very benefit to even new employees that we hire that they know where we're going. And, and we have a vision meeting once a quarter um, where we sit down and if we have to rewrite part of our vision, we rewrite it, but we keep a vision written at all times. And so everybody knows in the business where we're going and why and how we're going to get there and what we're trying to do. Um, and I think that that buys in your culture and it's building that culture of your business, which has made a huge difference in our business. You know, it it sets a it sets a guidepost, doesn't it? You maybe maybe if you drift or as you said, you get in business and a lot of shiny object comes your way or temptations come your way or whatever, to have that written out and to have it refreshed in front of your team, your your staff, just keeps you focused. So I, I applaud you for Absolutely. doing that. Jeff, let's take a commercial break. Uh, talk to our listeners uh, a little bit about your business. Share, share what you would like to share. Who is your customer? So if, if those yeah. who are who, those who are listening might be able to utilize your services, but take a couple of minutes. This is your time to promote uh, Pay Proudly. Yeah. So you know, Pay Proudly was started around the the fact that, and we've gone into a little bit of just our our mission, right, of bringing clarity to business owners. This space is so confusing and. Um, and it's frustrating. And, and there's a lot of change that's happening in this world of, can I charge a fee to take a credit card? Should I charge a fee to take a credit card? What's the right point of sale? Can I take credit cards on a website? I, you know, or I use QuickBooks and they've got me captured in QuickBooks payments and, you know, or I, or should I just be on Square because I don't do that much volume? And, you know, there's just a lot that goes on in this space and businesses that are starting and how they should start taking payments and what they should do. And, you know, we have a free consultive approach of saying, just give us a call and let's have a conversation. Um, let's talk about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And and if it makes sense that we can help you, we would love to help you. We would love to get involved and we would love to answer those questions for you. This is the space we live in. And, you know, local banks provide this service, but local banks can't answer the questions that we can answer for you. They can answer questions about loans and and bank accounts and, and interest rates and all of that. But the, the you know, we are a true professional in our space and we know our space and it doesn't matter where you bank at. And there's a lot of changes that are happening in this space with different bank accounts and just and, and all kinds of stuff with, you know, the, the biggest change in this space right now is, 
is the whole dual pricing, you know, whether you can have a credit card price and a cash price and, you know, gas stations have been doing it for years, but we, we just really want to bring clarity around all of that to a business owner and show them how they can accept payments and save money, but yet do it the right way. Um, we do have verticals that we really concentrate on, uh, but really anybody that takes payments is a potential customer for us. We've got a free uh, proposal tool that we can take a statement, stick it through our proposal, turn a proposal back to you and have a conversation with you. So, and obviously the second part of our mission, bringing clarity to our merchants is super important to us. Our bringing charity to our community, I'm sorry, is super important to us. It's in our DNA. It's who we are. And um, what business doesn't want to benefit their local community through their payments with it not costing them anything? You know, business owners have a hard time reaching in their pockets to give back, but this is a way they can give back without reaching in their pockets to do it. So um, we just love to have that conversation with with those business owners. You as a company, do you take over the payment processing department per se? Yeah, absolutely. So any any of the payments that they do, we you know, and we would be their their resource. So if they have questions, you know, this this morning we had a, a merchant that their terminal broke, um, and it and it was a tamper, right? The terminal fell on the on the ground, and it's broken. So they've got thirteen transactions that they already processed in that terminal. What do they do? So mm-hmm. normally in a normal situation, they'd have to call a help desk and get somebody and spend hours of their time fixing that problem where what we say is, you know what, let us do that for you. So we've called the help desk. We've got the spreadsheet. We've got all their 13 credit cards. We will actually download a terminal here at our office and rerun those payments for them without them having to do anything. Um, And so by us, you know, the clarity we're bringing to them is that they can focus on their business. They don't have to worry about it. They called us. We spent five minutes with them on the phone. They told us what happened. And now we're going to dig in and fix the problem. And then we'll deliver that new machine to their business. And they don't have to miss a beat. So um, I am seeing a new new trend, or maybe I'm more aware of it, where companies are now saying, you know, if if we're going to put this on a credit card, we're going to charge you an extra three and a half percent. Yeah. Unless you want to give us cash or a check. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's because of inflation, everybody's being more cost conscious, or it's definitely, you know, people don't carry checks around with them or, or cash depends on all it's a big purchase. They don't, uh, yeah. but, uh, apparently, uh, you know, as you know, as you know, everything is getting more and more expensive. Um, you yeah. know, it's a, it's, it's just, it's harder and harder to run businesses and business owners are looking for every way they can possibly look for to cut expenses. And so, um, one of the things they're going to do, and they've been fighting with MasterCard and Visa about this for years and years, is the ability to charge to take a credit card, um, charge a fee. Um, we call it dual pricing in our world, is and it's basically where you have a cash price and a credit price. And and we can do this online. Um, we can do it through ACH and 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 uh, credit card, um, and we can also do it face to face, where you take cash or you pay by credit card. But these business owners are eliminating their fees and. It's the it's a sign of the times and and it's happening. Business owners are doing it. Restaurants are doing it. Retailers are doing it. The businesses that are going to struggle with it are your large, large ticket businesses, you know, uh, because that it starts hurting. Um, But when it's a less than a dollar charge, you know, it's a fifty dollar average ticket. People are just going to pay it. And, you know, a lot of people are worried about it, but we've been paying this at the pumps for years. You know, we go to the gas station, we could walk inside and pay with cash 
and we don't. We pay outside at the pump and we pay more money for that. Um, and and so, you know, we're, we've already become accustomed to it. We just didn't know it. I would say as a consumer, I never, from a gas station perspective, never knew that. So Yeah. I mean, start paying attention to gas station signs. They have a credit price and they have a cash price. You're paying okay. at the pump. You're paying the credit price. Oh, good tip. Good tip. Okay, let's switch to the, to the next section of the, of the uh, podcast here. It's always about how do CEOs, founders of companies navigate the crazy times? <clears throat> you know, generally it's a, it's a one or two headwinds, not not as many as we have today with labor shortages, uh, minimum wage going up, uh, supply chain, inflation, political unrest, wars. We got them all happening at one time. <laughs> but you have to navigate your company. And the question I guess I want to pose to you is how are you doing that? Do you see this as a great time and opportunities ahead? You think it's a time to maybe uh, retreat, uh, hunker down? How are, how are you navigating and what are your thoughts? Yeah, we're definitely not retreating and hunkering down. Um, I think you got to look at the sign of, of, of every different situation that we're in and that we're faced with and figure out a way to market around that and continue to grow your business. I think there's opportunities galore no matter if we're in a recession or we're not in a recession, right? If if we're not in a recession and there's new businesses opening every day, that's an opportunity for us, right? To go go get those new businesses. If we're in a recession and businesses aren't doing as much, you got to look at that as saying, hey, these business owners need to save more money. They're they're struggling. They're not processing as many payments. Let's go save them money. Let's get in the doors. There's still a, an opportunity to walk in that door and talk to business owners about what they're doing um, in their space. And, and, and same with these business owners. They can renegotiate. There's there's all kinds of opportunities, uh, no matter what's going on. And I think you just have to stay in front of that and say, hey, we know times are, are maybe a little tougher. Um, and that kind of goes back to that dual pricing conversation is, hey, we know expenses are up. Restaurants expenses are through the roof higher than they used to be. And, um, and they're all looking for ways to shave expenses. So um, those are opportunities. Are you looking for ways to diversify or add additional revenue streams or always yeah. being cautious about that shiny object? You know, we are. And, and, and a lot of what we do on our side is, you know, we look for verticals. We're trying to focus in verticals that don't get hit as hard in a recession right now. So, you know, like medical, right? People are still, they still are going to have to go get their, their cavities filled or their teeth cleaned or, you know, or they're, you know, they're still going to do that stuff. The, the service industry, their HVAC guys, the plumbers, the contract, you know, if your air conditioner breaks in a recession, you're still going to get your air conditioner fixed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we're really focused on growing in those segments because they're no, nothing is recession proof, but they're, they're going to be, they're going to fend better in a recession than not. So we do focus on that. Yeah, great. Yeah. We uh, and we have recession, we, we call recession resistant in our business and or we have uh, essential now, thanks to COVID. But I yeah. think the payment processing works in both categories for that. Um, yeah, let's talk about personally, okay, you have you are still uh, individual, you have to get up in the morning and take yeah. care of yourself a little self care, you did mention coaching, but what other things do you do talk about your coaching? usefulness yeah. and, uh, and other, maybe get some disciplines in your life to get you up on Monday morning to lead the charge. 
Yeah, you know, I, I I believe, you know, I mean, obviously family is a super important aspect for me. You know, three kids, one uh, off to college, uh, one in high school, and one in middle school. So boy and two girls. And so that's a that's a super important area of our life. And um, I do get up in the morning. I do a lot of reading. Um, I, um, you know, I read my Bible. I, I think that that brings a lot of just grounding to me. And faith is, is a super important part of our life and our family. Um, and, um, and we encourage that with our, with our children as well. Um, the, the business coaching has made a dramatic difference in my, you know, in my life and my world, you know, they, not only does he coach me in business, but he coaches me in life a lot of times as well. You know, those conversations, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, a lot of people want to say, don't bring work home, don't take home to work, but face it, it's, it's who we are. It's what we do every day. And, um, and the two are going to absolutely over overlap. If you have a bad day at work, you're going to take it home. And if you have a bad day at home, you're going to take it to work and vice versa. Right. Um, you're going to celebrate the wins together. You're going to celebrate you're, and you're going to be upset when things don't go the way you want it to go. So um, we try to stay grounded um, with that and um, and and just do the best we can do. Uh, wake up every day and and uh, and work hard. I, I enjoy getting up in the morning. Mornings are kind of my jam. I I'm a morning person. Um, and, uh, and, and so I enjoy my mornings. I enjoy my solitude time in the mornings of sitting on the, on the back porch and drinking my coffee and doing a little bit of reading and, and getting ready for the day and, and going and tackling the day. Uh, with your coach, you meet with them monthly, weekly, or often, or so, as, as needed. Yeah. So I'm pretty fortunate. Um, I, uh, I meet with him for the business once a month. Um, uh, and I say I'm fortunate because I own a office building here and where we live and um, and he actually rents office space from me so his whole staff is in is in our building and I um, mean they're coaching clients um, and so I see a lot of business owners walking through our doors every day that are getting coached so it's been a great source of uh, marketing for us as well um, but uh, but we we sit down once a month and then when I have little things if I have something I need to talk about um, we have those conversations right now we're hiring somebody and you and I talked a little bit earlier about that. And that's hard. It's hard right now to find right, the right people. And, and, and so he's a great person to, to talk to about that because they're coaching. He's got five, five or six coaches now, and they're coaching lots of businesses. Each of them are coaching 15 to 20 businesses. And, and so hearing about what all these other businesses are doing and how they're marketing for new employees and what they're doing and, you know, and, and the cultures that they're building to keep employees. And, and that's super important today um, to, that employees are happy. Um, and, and it's not always about pay. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's a lot more to it uh, than pay. Um, people will stay with you if you've built the right culture and they like coming to work. Um, and so we talk a lot about that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's been found that when people love what they're doing or love where they work, pay becomes less important, but when they hate yeah. what they're doing, <laughs> you can't pay them enough. So, yeah, that's yeah. and that's taken a long time to learn. I, I, you know, we definitely weren't up, you know, we didn't, we didn't spend as much time thinking about that 10 years ago as we do today. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So. Well, Jeff, uh, thanks for being on the show. I, I always appreciate our, our founders taking time out of their busy day to share their wisdom with our listeners. How can people get a hold of you should they want to util utilize your service? Yeah. So, well, thank you for having me on your show. I've really appreciated the time. You know, it's always fun to talk about what you're doing, uh, but uh, you can, anybody can reach us. They can go out to payproudly.com, P-A-Y-P-R-O-U-D-L-Y.com. 
Um, all of our contact information's out there. I'd love to have a conversation um, with anybody that would love to have a conversation with us. Very good. And we'll put all yeah. this information in the show notes. The show yeah. will be airing on all podcast platforms in about two weeks, as well as on YouTube. Jeff, thanks again, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Well, thank you, Rich. I appreciate the time. All right. Take care. Rich LeBrun here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show. Include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.